Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, January 3rd. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, Missouri lawmakers are headed back to Jefferson City next week. Big topics will include the budget, Medicaid, and gun control. When you start talking about guns in this state, the division that we got in this state, I think it's going to be difficult. Do I think you can do some other things around that? I do, but I think just to do with some sort of gun control will be difficult. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll examines Missouri's legislative priorities for 2020. First, the headlines. The new year means a new minimum wage in Missouri and Illinois. Missouri's wage has increased to $9.45 an hour. In Illinois, it's now $9.25. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kay Petron reports, some workers are still pushing for better pay. Minimum wage workers got an 85-cent raise in Missouri this year. It's part of a five-year series of raises voters approved in 2018. Francis Holmes works at McDonald's and volunteers with Fight for 15, a group working to unionize fast food workers. Holmes says the boost helps her afford groceries, but she'd like to see a larger increase in her paycheck. They're lifting the wages slowly, but it's still property wages. We're not making it on nine, $10 an hour. Missouri's minimum wage will reach $12 an hour in 2023. In Illinois, Governor J.B. Pritzker approved a $15 minimum wage for 2025. I'm Kay Petron, St. Louis Public Radio. Early estimates from Illinois officials show the state's recreational marijuana dispensaries brought in more than $3 million in sales on New Year's Day. That's when Illinois became the 11th state to legalize recreational cannabis. Customers at 20 dispensaries, including that one in the Metro East, made more than 77,000 individual purchases of flour, edible, and vape liquid products. Cannabis Business Association of Illinois Executive Director Pam Althoff says customers who waited in line on that first day were well-educated on the new law. Our customers were very well aware of um, the limitations on possession, how the process was going to work, the the anticipation of long lines. Um, it, It went better than we could have expected. The state will license at least 75 more dispensaries and another 40 so-called craft growing operations by this summer. St. Louis University has established a fellowship to train doctors to treat addicted patients. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, the fellowship is the first of its kind in Missouri. For decades, doctors have been able to pursue fellowships in specialties such as cardiology and geriatrics, but it was only in 2018 that the Accreditation Council for Graduate Medical Education began certifying addiction medicine fellowships. The state's first addiction medicine fellow begins her program this month. Dr. Fred Rotnick is the director of SLU's new program. He says in the past, addiction training was focused on psychiatry. Opening up the fellowships to specialties such as obstetrics or family medicine will help doctors reach more people. But she'll go back to her her area and become a champion to build these services, which is huge for the opioid epidemic because a lot of rural areas don't have those kind of fellows. Rotnick says the school will accept two people each year to complete the year-long fellowships. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. Our most recent Politically Speaking podcast features a conversation with South St. Louis County State Representative Jim Murphy, the Republican 
discusses what he expects to be intense debates in Jefferson City on redistricting and guns. You can listen to that podcast at stlpublicradio.org. Lawmakers will be in Jefferson City next week for this year's legislative session. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll spoke to House and Senate leaders about the priorities for Democrats and Republicans in 2020. Passing a balanced budget, gun control, and Medicaid are all going to be important conversations this legislative session. One of the most contentious and partisan issues will be gun control. With an increase in gun violence and deaths in St. Louis and elsewhere, Democrats want the legislature to consider firearm regulations. I live in a place where you can sit and hear gunfire on my porch every night. That's Democratic Senate leader Gina Walsh from St. Louis. She wants to pass so-called red flag laws and stricter background checks. Public at large, I don't think they realize how little laws we have on guns right now. What kind of a wild west we have going here. Governor Mike Parson has said he's on board with some gun control. In late November, after a meeting with mayors from the four largest cities in Missouri, he said he wants to keep guns out of the hands of domestic abusers and violent offenders. He also wants to pass a state law to prohibit minors from purchasing handguns. What is it we really can put into effect? You know, we can name 10 different things here, but the reality of it is if you can't do seven of the 10, what are we doing wasting our time talking about it? But with the Republican-dominated legislature, even the ideas supported by the top Republican in the state might not be considered. House Speaker Elijah Haar says he'd be concerned about passing any regulations surrounding firearms. I'd be very hesitant to, to say that until I saw specific proposals, because historically we take our, our oath to the Constitution and, and the Second Amendment very seriously. Hart instead wants to focus on retention for law enforcement and making sure they have the right tools to get violent offenders off the streets. The Springfield Republican says his priority is the budget. He says this year's budget is unique and could play an important role in setting Missouri up for a successful financial future. There's possible market correction. There's a fairly large lawsuit pending in the state of Missouri we may have to pay out. And then there's a possibility of Medicaid expansion. So I think this is the last fairly traditional, normal budget year we'll have for a while. The lawsuit Har is referring to is overpay for Department of Corrections employees. It's being appealed now, but if that's not successful, the state could have a $100 million payout. As always, transportation funding and infrastructure needs will be an important part of budget negotiations. In 2019, lawmakers passed a bonding plan to allocate some general revenue for transportation needs, but that's not a long-term solution. In the Senate, expect to hear some chatter about a gas tax increase. But in the House, Har says it won't be considered. Governor Mike Parson, who supported a gas tax hike in 2018, says there needs to be a permanent solution for infrastructure needs. And even though voters are hesitant to pass tax increases, that's likely going to be at least part of the solution. The problem doesn't go away simply because we did a bonding of bridges across the state of Missouri. It really helped, but it's not going to cure the problem for the state of Missouri. So we got to find other solutions for that. An issue that may make it onto the ballot this year is Medicaid expansion. A petition initiative circulating is calling for expansion. This would draw down federal dollars to cover about 90 percent of the program. Democrats say it's a way to make sure Missourians have access to health care. But Har says expansion is a bad move and doesn't make sense financially, since the state already has a problem reimbursing hospitals for Medicaid patients. If you expand Medicaid in the state, a lot of the medical providers in the state will simply limit 
or cap the number of Medicaid patients they see because their reimbursement rates are so low. House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid from Springfield says she thinks voters will approve it. She's more focused on streamlining enrollment. More than 100,000 Missourians have been kicked off the Medicaid program since 2018, and she says that's a major problem. Expansion or not, we have serious issues with our call centers, with the funding around that, um, with just the procedures in general. And so um, we need to be making sure that we are giving enough funding for what we have now as well as for when it does pass. The Clean Missouri Amendment is another ballot initiative that'll be discussed. Although it was passed by voters in 2018, some lawmakers want to change the redistricting provisions that were included. It's expected to be the first topic discussed in the Senate. Other major issues the legislature will consider include sports betting, video gambling, and a statewide prescription drug monitoring program. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.